0: Over to you, Al. Great. Thank thank you, Mark. Uh, Can everyone hear me? Good. So, uh, again, I'm Al Puhala. I'm CEO of Capstone Impact Investments. We are an opportunity zone in in Norwalk, Connecticut, and uh, we are, think of us as the sponsor. We help other people set up funds, and we manage those funds. Uh, I want to say thank you to Mark for for, uh, inviting me. I am cognizant that I'm probably one of your last speakers uh, before cocktail hour. no okay so I, I still will rush along but I will will try to uh, jazz up the, the, the few comments I give to you so we're going to talk about that three letter word that ends in X that everyone thinks about all the time. Yeah and that's tax and we're going to be talking about tax for a minute because opportunity zones are based on tax policy and, and tax predates money. Uh, the feudal lords in, in England, you know, versus getting tired of picking up pigs and, and chickens, they start picking up little piece of, of uh, silver and another metal for, for money. So, so tax is the basic force that drives any kind of change a government wants, positive, negative. And opportunity zones are just a tax policy. You have to think of it that way. What's different today than three years ago when I was running around with Mark uh, around the country talking about opportunity zones, it's now potentially and this is my premise, not just the best ESG scalable investment strategy, potentially the only one uh, in in America and possibly the world, the reason being it's measurable and it's scalable. And so let me make my thesis. So stepping back, ESG is, is one mega trend we all know about. Infrastructure, another mega trend, based on what's happening in Washington today with the bills. And I would say tax policy and opportunity zones the third. So think of it like a part particle accelerator. These three sets of protons are circling, circling, and they're gonna collide in the next few months, year or two. And how are they gonna collide in my view? Number one, ESG is now not just something you can talk about. If you disclose on your SEC documents an incorrect ESG approach, you get in trouble. The SEC will either uh, uh, punish you or potentially very much punish you. Number two, ESG is hard to do in the public markets. The negative screens of which stock actually makes it or not is, is very subjective. Number two, um, even if you're right, in three months when the next Q comes out, you may be wrong. The company went into another area. So The public markets, even though large and liquid, are not a good platform for ESG investing. It's the private markets. But to scale the private markets, you need to have a strategy and you need to have the ability to put a lot of money to work. So ESG has a huge tailwind, but it's going to be very hard to implement. So let's put that aside. The second point, infrastructure. Infrastructure since Eisenhower has never had the kind of focus this administration's focused on. You see Secretary Buttigieg saying infrastructure is not just building things but it's correcting racial injustices, right? Highways went through communities that were bifurcated. Um, We we have environmental uh, disasters based on infrastructure. So you're gonna see infrastructure now within the ESG frame, but trillions of dollars in the next years going out. So the second set of protons running around the particle accelerator. And now let's get to opportunity zones. Opportunity zones are the culmination of a bipartisan effort that now after four years It's showtime. What happened? Two economists, as a thought experiment, wrote an article, let's solve poverty through location-based subsidies. Not how Americans do it. Americans basically subsidize on the type of person you are. Are you homeless? Do you need Head Start? We're going to subsidize you. We're going to write you a grant or help you. Or by sector, solar ITC credits, housing light tech credits. We don't do location-based subsidies by and large, sometimes a local you know, downtown community would. Opportunity zones are that. It's a census track. It's a polygon that if you're on this side of the street, you get the benefit, this side you don't. Different way of thinking, hard for people to get their heads around. Now what are opportunity zones? They are basically 10% of America. 35 million people live in, in them. Uh, the footprint's about 10% of America and anything goes. So what we have done at Capstone is create a firm that ourselves we invest in, but we help everyone else invest the way they want. If they want to come into a vintage 2021 fund, we can do that. If they want to come into a deal, they can do that. If they want their own SMA, we can set that up for them. Any sector, anywhere in the country. A different approach from traditional fund management. And number two, it's measurable. The two best data sources in America drive opportunity zones uniquely. One is based on the U.S. Constitution. It's called the census every 10 years, the enumeration clause, um, article one, section two. So now you have data that's centuries old, updated every 10 years, measuring outcomes of poverty rates, incomes, what's going on, driving. Okay, what has happened with this zone versus that zone? The U.S. census is supporting the Opportunity Zone, Zone program. And number two, tax filing information. You go to jail if you lie to the IRS, as you should. So that is driving what actually happens. So those two sources come together to prove what was the social impact, what was the S in ESG. And we ourselves at Capstone also do the E correctly. We're working on solar and clean data centers and, and wind and operating companies. But you will see so much happening with Opportunity Zones, I believe, over the next few years. It will make such a difference because it brings the public and private together. It brings it across Sectors, and we think it has a, a holistic solution for these communities. I'll stop. Well,
1: so one of our companies, I don't know where I should be, should I stand over here? Uh, Manus Bio. By the way, we're talking about it, it they, they, it's a synthetic bio. Actually, bigger picture. I, I'm a big optimist for the world, particularly America, because technology is going to keep solving issues. And they have a synthetic bio. They create a molecule that will cure malaria that 's a stevia that tastes better than sugar. Imagine that better for you. who likes stevia right no it 's better for you it 's in an opportunity zone in Augusta, Georgia. We might do fifteen thirty x it 's really good for augusta, Georgia, but we were, we're, but no one 's banking on because we just don 't know if we could like comply all the way to the end. Just, we're all worried about, you know, change of administrations, interpretations. And I want to, Chicago Southside, it's a whole opportunity zone. Accelerator setting. can we do this not just for, for real estate? Can we, can we really do it for our venture companies where it needs to happen? Yeah.
0: Yes, I mean, the answer is yes, yes, and yes. So what, what we do as a service, Capstone Analytics, is one of my companies. Remember, I'm a fund in Norwalk, Connecticut. I have companies below me as investments. One is Capstone Analytics. We help anyone else, any investor, any company, any law firm, any accounting firm comply. Follow the 544 pages of tax regs. So we as a service will do that. The good news is if you're in the zone, it's it's not that hard. It's how you pay your people and what your balance sheet looks like. So if you want to comply, the IRS has given you unbelievably clear guidance and safe harbors and examples. It's different than it was three years ago when it was a new law. No one knew about it. It was only about real estate. Today it's completely different. And uh, Jared Bernstein, who's the current uh, uh, member of the Council on Economic Advisers for the president, he actually helped create the program when he was the vice president's advisor. This is bipartisan. It's actually an Obama program.
1: Okay. Any questions? John, go ahead. So we did a lot of research on opportunity zones, and you were talking about venture. And two questions. One,
0: I know different states can kind of tweak it a little bit. Is that correct? Uh, no. They, they, they can comply and conform their state capital gains to the feds, but the, fe- the federal break has nothing to do with the state. Uh, either approvals or even, there's no disclosure owed to the state.
1: Okay. And then the second we were told, and it was a little gray, that if you bring in money into an opportunity zone through an opportunity fund, it's got to hold for 10 years, you get all the tax benefits if everybody holds, but the question is, 80% of the assets of the company have to be in that opportunity zone or not necessarily?
0: Uh, that, that That's not the case, but you're close. So. So think of it this way, tax is a box, I, I, I didn't do that great in law school, but I did get an A from Marty Ginsburg, Ruth's husband, in tax at Georgetown. So that's my one claim to fame, I think the only A I ever got in, in law school. So I'm a tax geek, that's what I think about. Tax is a box. You just have to follow the rules and check the boxes. So the three boxes are, are you an investor with a good gain, short term, long term, you can be a corporation or a person, within 180 days put it into a fund your fund, someone else's fund, co-mingled, it doesn't matter, if you don't use it, you'll lose it forever. So that's why this is a, it's a rolling set of gains. If you control the exit and you have the money, 180 days, you have to make a decision. If you don't invest it, you've made that decision not to use it. Now, once the fund gets the money, let's say you give it to my fund, to Goldman Sachs' fund, or about a couple thousand funds now out there, uh, that fund only has one rule, really, big rule. 90% of its assets have to be in good property, which is the lowest and third row down. So, what is this good property? Directly held, a piece of land or inventory? So that's where there is some slippage, but you have to structure correctly, and you can't go directly into a business with your gain. Uh, the other rule is half your payroll has to be paid to people in one or more zones, either by hours or aggregate dollar payroll. If you follow those two main rules, you're pretty good. So, And we organize that whole solution for any investor or any company. Uh, any other questions? I'm, I'm happy to move us toward cocktail hours soon. Or, I'll be right there. Oh, sorry, Mark. Yeah, yes, sir.
1: Is there an online map to see the zones? Uh,
0: There is. So the IRS. I mean, I'm a I'm a student of good government. The IRS did a phenomenal job with this program. Um, They took a 15-page law that was aspirational that was stuffed into the tax bill in 2017 and they wrote such clear guidance to have you get it done right. One of the things, they do have a map on the IRS Frequently Asked Questions. Uh, If you go to our website at uh, capzoneimpactinvestments.com, we have an interactive map. You just have to put in the address, and if you're green, you're good. If you're not, you're not. So you can just, uh, happy to have that circulated, but uh, we'd like to have everyone have the information so they can decide. The first step is, am I in the zone? And the sec- second step, do I structure my investment to be compliant? You're tested every six months over the 10 years. The good news is, if you put a dollar in a fund, you don't pay tax on that dollar for five years, time value of money for your 20 cents or more. You take 10% off that tax, so you pay 18 cents, not 20. So on your old gain, you're already getting benefits, right? Time value of money and abatement. And the dollar that goes into the investment after 10 years, you can take it out earlier. You just don't get the forward break. After 10 years, any gain on that dollar is tax-free. The dollar hits a triple, $2 tax-free. The dollar hits Google, $1,000 tax-free. You control everything. No approvals, unlimited. It's yeah. a different way of investing. Al,
1: you're around for the, for the breakouts. We're gonna, breakouts are going to start at 430. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm happy we to. We have to two more panels. By the way, does a bulldog beat a wildcat or does a wildcat beat a bulldog? Heath Bulldogs, Newark Wildcats. That's right. We're both in so. the same
0: little town in Ohio, and uh, it's surprising how you know it's. Uh, and it's in a zone, by the way. Heath There's is. A lot of zones around
1: yeah. there. We're we're we're, the 80s and 90s were not good to our town.
0: No, but but uh,
1: but I'm glad we could. Re- well, thank reconnect. you for having me, Mark. Cheers. you. Cheers. Come join our 361 firm community of investors and thought leaders. We have a lot of events created by the community as we collaborate on investments and philanthropic interests. Join us.